Welcome back to episode 117 of the MP Dude. This is Jeff the MP Dude giving nurse practitioners a voice. That's everybody's voice that's listening. I want to hear from you. I want to know what's bugging you because if it's bugging you, it's bugging me. It better be bugging everybody else. Email me, jeff at the npdude.com. You can send me a Facebook uh, message there as well. Give me any way you want. I don't care. We're at like 2120-ish, 22, 2121, somewhere in there. 2120s. On uh, Facebook likes, another another decent jump over the weekend. I saw some pictures of people with their chronic intractable shirts on uh, the Facebook forums. Thanks, Chris. Um, who else was in there? Carlton. Um, I got a bunch of other people that are getting them, too. So, um, you guys, I want to see pictures. You don't have to post them onto the Facebook forums. You can post it on my page. I don't care. I think it's cool that you posted there because it was a huge bump on the number of people getting exposed to the show. So, that was awesome. I appreciate you doing that. Um... Housekeeping stuff. I know people hate the housekeeping. You know, I've gotten one comment negative about the housekeeping, but I don't care. I need to do it. This is how you guys know what's going on and how you can support the show. So how can you support the NP Dude? There's a couple ways. First way is you can do it by liking and sharing the show as much as possible and also giving ratings on iTunes and on the Facebook page that I have as well. That's at the NP Dude. Don't just put NP Dude. Because you'll get some Naples guy. It's not me. So you have to put the NP dude. The other thing you could do is use the Amazon affiliate link. Here's how you do it. You go to, to my website, thenpdude.com. Slide down until you hit the Amazon banner. It's just a little box. It says Amazon at the top. Click that box. It takes you to Amazon. You do the shopping that you otherwise would have done with all those wonderful gift cards you got for uh, Christmas. It's the day after Christmas. So go use your new gift cards that are shiny and new and you're ready to spend them and you don't know what to spend them on. You got all that new technology. You got a whole bunch of crap out there that you're like, man, I don't know what to get. Get yourself something nice. Just like Cousin Eddie talking to Clark, right? Get yourself something real nice, Clark. Go ahead and buy yourself something. You guys deserve it. You guys work hard. So use those Amazon gift cards. You can use it through the Amazon affiliate link. If you go through my website, it doesn't cost you a single dime more. All it does is just uh, kicks me a couple percent of what you purchase. It's a great way to help support the show. And I'm using that money to help pay for web hosting. I'm still not quite to goal. I'll let you guys know when I hit goal because my bill is due. i got to pay it. Got a couple websites. This one's somewhere. I'm only using this one to fund the NP dude, though. I'm not my other stuff. My farm one. I'm, I use sales from of plants to cover that one. Different animal. But I do appreciate you guys doing it. I'm still getting people buying. I had somebody yesterday on Christmas. They must have been sitting around with their gift cards, saying, "Eh, let's go buy some stuff." They bought some uh, screen protectors and stuff for like iPhones, iPads, that kind of stuff. I'm seeing a lot of like accessories for um, devices. Which is kind of cool because that makes perfect sense, right? People get uh, the expensive whatnot from from uh, grandma or whatever for Christmas, and they need to get all the covers and protectors and cables and cords and stuff like that. So go do it. No reason not to. Today's show, I want to just talk a little bit about um, a Facebook interaction I had that I you know I was kind of on the periphery. I wasn't like a main person on this one, but but um, it brings up a good point. And uh, I don't even remember which Facebook forum. They're all muddled together now. I can't keep track. And I belong to like, I don't know, five or six of them. But this one was from a, from a relatively well, you know, seasoned veteran nurse practitioner that made this simple post. And, and whenever you make these posts, you're just inviting issues. And I don't know why they do it. But they did it. And that's fine. It's his choice. And it was um, basically a long paragraph about why nurse practitioners are independent 
and they can be independent without having to have full practice authority. And I think that was, you know, okay, you've got your point's well taken that independence is not necessarily synonymous with full practice authority, but I think it can be. And one of the main people, and Chris was in on this one, Chris made the comment, look, you know, this is, you know, what's the difference? I thought they were the same. Please, and it was, it was from a place of please explain, not being derogatory. Well, I think it was taken as derogatory because, you know, anytime you challenge the old guard of nursing in, in the Facebook forums, it's like, wow, you know, anytime you criticize someone for something, whether we should do it in a certain manner or not, I think it's maybe a different subject for discussion. But every time you bring up a point with, with the old guard and you're one of the newer newbies, man, they jump down your throat. It's, you know, it's a lack of respect. You don't respect these guys. Well, it's not a question of respect. It's, you know, please explain why you would even make this post. I think anybody with, with common sense and the, and the ability to graduate from a nurse practitioner program can understand the concept that we are not independent in life. We have to talk to people. And that full practice authority is not an open license to, um, you know, just be your own insulated little island. That's not at all what it is. And I think that's what the point was that this individual was trying to make. And so I get that. I understand that. But the point is, is that when you say, I, I don't want, I don't need full practice authority because I'm already independent. I think that's, I think that's a crock of crap. And I think that t- sells the wrong message. I think that we need to be saying to ourselves as a profession that we should be able to be full practice authority. And if you want to enter into an agreement or into a circumstance of employment with an individual where you are supervised by a physician, that's your choice. That should be a choice, not a, not a mandate. And I, and I understand the other side of it that, you know, oh, well, we don't want nurse practitioners out there that are, you know, holding themselves out to be cardiologists or endocrinologists or dermatologists and all these other areas of, pra- of life, of practice. Whereas I, I tend to say, well, if you got somebody that's got 30 years of experience and they're just as qualified on paper and otherwise as a physician at doing the same job, I'd say, why should they have some stifling competition mandate from the state that says, oh, you can't open up your own shop? I, I don't necessarily agree with that. Now, do I think that the new NP like me should go and say, you know what, I'm going to open up a cardiology practice next week? That's never going to work. I, I wouldn't get credentialed. I, I wouldn't get insurance. I, there's other ways of that not happening that are just common sense controls. I, I, I don't think the state needs to be the one to mandate that. And I think that that's the problem is that, that physicians often say, well, you know, you, you, it's the 90% that are, you know, you're going to do great, but the 10%, you're going to kill some people. That's not what we do. <laughs> we, if we see something we don't understand, we send them to somebody else. And you have those good working relationships with, with, with providers in your area so that you, you've got resources. You're not an island. And, nobody, and nobody's saying that we are. And I, I, I think that this individual was misconstruing how some people are saying, I want independence. And I think independence means I want my ability to be able to have my own practice. The ability for me to be able to, not that I could do it functionally, but I, I would want to be able to do it. Even if I, you know, there's no reason to not to have that ability through the state. The state shouldn't dictate that, in my opinion. 
So it was it was an interesting spirited debate. It was I, I was off on the periphery, but you know the the things I hear they're like, well you need to use exact words and language as a law. And I'm like yeah dude I'm a lawyer. <laughs> I, I kind of get that. He didn't know. I don't think he knows who I am. So I, I get that. He doesn't know that. But it's just funny that you know I'm being lectured on you know using words when I'm the one that tells everybody in most of my podcasts that words matter, and, and specific words matter. And definitions of words matter. And that's the problem is that when you take something mushy and soft like independence and you start lecturing people on the use of that word, I think that that's ridiculous. You can't lecture people on, the, on, on their own subjective definition of a word. Now, if you want to say, what's your definition of that word? And I explain what the definition is and you disagree with that. And you say, well, I don't think we should use that. And here's why. I'm going to listen. That's a different argument. That's not, you don't know what you're talking about, there's independence versus this. Yeah, it's a stupid, stupid argument, right? It's commonsensical. Didn't need to be said. I don't know. And then that, that led to a whole other Facebook post about, you know, the um, new NPs versus old NPs. This debate again. Now, new NPs suck, and old NPs are great. And new NPs don't know anything and, and are scary. And the, new, the old NPs are saying that I fear for our profession. And um, they, you know, cite to some anecdotes about, you know, somebody showing up to clinicals and flip-flops. How many of you guys out there have ever known anybody that showed up to clinicals and flip-flops? Please tell me. I, I, I would think it's a low, low, low percentage. I think most people are going to realize that when you go to clinicals that you're, you're kind of interviewing for a potential job. And most, most NP students out there are taking this very seriously. Now, yes, you're going to get a couple turds. Like anything else in life, there's turds. You're going to get turds. Students, they're going to wash out. Don't worry about it. But they, they cite to that as the fear for the new profession. And when I go back and I would say, let's go back 30 years and look at what NP students did back then, I guarantee there was the same percentage of turds in those programs. So I get tired of that argument. It's old. It's, it's old and used up. Just like how physicians say that nurse practitioners shouldn't have full practice authority because people are going to die in the streets. It's an old argument that's been done over and over again, and I think it's it's a not true. That's just my opinion. No studies on that one. Ian, if you're out there listening, do a study on that. Figure, figure that one out for me. But I don't think that, that new NPs are any worse than old NPs. I think it's just they've got more experience. You've been around in the profession longer. And you see now your eyes are open more. And I bet the physicians and the providers that were there, you know, looking at you, older NPs now, 30 years ago, were saying the same damn thing about your profession and your people. Oh, my God, I fear for our profession. I just, I, in, it, maybe it was in its infancy, infancy to this point where maybe that wasn't true. But I, I guarantee that's going to be the same thing. And I'm going to say the same thing 30 years from now. I'm going to look back and say, God, these new NPs, they don't know what the hell they're doing. They scared the crap out of me. Well, yeah, because I didn't know necessarily what I was doing when I started, and I had to go through it and learn it. So it's all perspective. And I, I just, it's not recognizing that in in the profession to me is just just as bad as the new NP scaring the crap out of people. I'm, I'm getting tired of the old guard versus the new guard mentality. We have to, we got to work together. We got to congeal. And, and, you know, listing names of people that we as new nurse practitioners should know and understand what they've done and paved the way for. uh, No. (laughs) Thank you, I think. I I don't know what you want out of that. So a list of names that individuals were saying, oh, we should, you know, new NPs should know who these people are and be thankful for them. 
There's a bunch of obscure doctor names, Dr. So-and-so, Dr. So-and-so. There's two people on the list I knew. And of those two people, you know what they did to contribute to uh, nurse practitioners? They sold books that they made tons of money off of and educational stuff that they made tons of money off of. They go on the speaking tour and make tons of money off of. So it's not just for the profession. They make a lot of money out of this. It, it, they, they do promote the profession. They do help build us up. I get that. They make us better. I get that too. But it's not all out of the kindness of their heart. Like me. I do this podcast. I don't make any money on it. I do it because I want people to understand the, the, the ramifications of certain things and I want them to be intelligent in how they make decisions. Be educated. And I might not have the right answers, but at least you're thinking about it. And if you're, if you're at least thinking about it, you may have a better answer. I want to hear from you. I want you to tell me what that answer is. Jeff at the NPDude.com. I don't care. If I'm wrong or something, you call me out. Let somebody do it on my Facebook page. Um, good example right here. Somebody said... Um, the new federal tax law says that you have to pay yourself a reasonable wage. And I'm like, I never heard of that. That doesn't make any sense to me. And I'll explain that in a second. But but the, the this person said that. And I'm like, I don't know. And I'm like, I, I said, that just doesn't make sense. That wasn't the way it was when I learned it in school. She pulled up a thing, showed me the IRS tax code thing. It was 2012 case. Came back and said, yep, added a reasonableness thing to corporations have to pay, the, the principal of the corporation has to pay themselves a reasonable salary. Now, what's the definition of that I didn't dig into? It doesn't make sense to me because if I have a corporation, a small company, family-owned business, and I'm scraping through, I'm paying my salaries, I'm paying my bills, I'm paying vendors, everything's getting paid, but I only have 20 grand left over at the end of the year, that money gets allocated to me as income. So I only made 20 grand that year. I can't pay myself an unre you know, is that unreasonable for a nurse practitioner to make only 20 grand? It probably is. But if that's all that's left in the coffers, after all the expenses and everything else, I find it hard to believe that they're going to say, no, 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 no. You have to take a loss that year of, you know, $85,000 because we're going to say that reasonable for a principal is, you know, 130 or something like that. And then, then you have to pay more tax code. More FICA tax. That's what the point was. People were hiding their money and not paying FICA. So, that you know, I get the policy reason behind it, but I just don't... If you're legitimately struggling to pay your bills and you can't pay your salary, that's the last thing that gets paid in a company, is you. You're the last one to get paid. And if you don't pay yourself anything all year... And you come out the other side of it and you only have $5,000 in profit, that's not reasonable for the cost of a principal nurse practitioner in a company. They're not going to penalize you for it. I find that find that very difficult to believe. That doesn't mean you won't get audited, but I don't think that's going to be realistic. Now, if you're making you know $2 million and all your bills are paid and you got $2 million that passed through to you, you're going to pay FICA on it anyways. You're going to pay it back eventually anyways. They just want their money up front is what they want. They can't wait until April of, you know, the next year to get their money. They want to, you know, in the first quarter of 2017, they don't want to wait until April of 2018 to get their money because they're broke. Federal government's broke. That leads me to the second thing I want to talk about. Anyways, I, I hope that we can come together between the old guard and the new guard of nurse practitioners. I think that there's, um, there's truly is a dichotomy of, of philosophy of the older guard tends to be more accepting of full practice authority because they just got, you know, it seems like to them not that long ago, prescriptive authority. 
they've come a long way. I, you know, but there's a lot more work to do. There really is. And I think that, that um, you know, going to national conferences and pressing palms with people and, you know, puffing each, each other up about how great they are and how wonderful they are in each other's professions um, isn't necessarily promoting the profession, in my opinion. That's, you know, hanging out with your buddies that you haven't seen in a year. And maybe learning something along the way in a, in a conference. I'm sure they're great. No, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'll probably go to some throughout my career. But I'm busy doing work. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to break away for a week to go to a national conference somewhere. I, it's, I don't know. Probably not going to happen anytime soon. Love it too. Just probably not going to happen. Too much work to do. So I just, I, I hope that old guard, new guard, we can come together on things. And, uh, you know, it just seems like they, 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 they want us to thank them all the time and, and for their hard work and efforts. You're welcome. Thank you. You're welcome. I don't know. I don't know. I think of Moana, right? Or Moana. I don't know how you say it. I'm from Ohio. Moana sounds right to me. So, you know, when you're singing that song, you're welcome. That's what it's, every time I was kept reading these posts, I'm like, what do you want me to sing this song? You know, it sounds like that's what you guys are doing is you're singing, you're welcome. I don't know. I'm going to sing the Frozen song and sing Let It Go. There you go. Some Disney crap. <laughs> Bring it into Disney. All right. So what's the other thing? Um, federal government just passed a new law that says that uh, we're going to get tax cuts. That's the theory anyways. I'm not so sure. I think that we'll get tax cuts in some areas and then other people are going to pay more. And I think it's going to be a wash. And, and in reality, the deficit is going up by, you know, $1.7 trillion. And so it's really not a cut that's going to save us anything. It's a slight decrease of the increase that's happening. So from a big picture perspective, we're still screwed as a nation. Yay. Um, you might see a little bit more in your pocket this next year. God only knows. But the big thing that I saw that, that was in there was the mandate is now gone. The Obamacare individual mandate was written out. So I don't know what that implication is going to be. I think it's going to expedite things. I think it's going to make things go a little quicker towards single payer. Only because you're going to have, um, you know, they said 30-some million Americans that had to be, uh, you know, the gap that was happening. But of those, there was only about 10 million. So 10 million out of 330 billion, or million, sorry. So you guys can do the math. It's less than 1%. It's like less than a third of a percent of the population is going to be losing their potential health care or able to back out. They don't have to back out. They can still buy it, but they're not going to be penalized if they um, are forced into one of the marketplaces. Is that going to impact anything? It's really not because the people that can't afford to buy insurance aren't going to be able to afford the men. The, the, they weren't afford, able to afford the penalty anyways. They were just riding it out. So now they're just going to be able to survive. They're not going to get the penalty. They didn't have insurance anyways. The majority of those people, that 10 million, there was really not 10 million that signed up. That was the 10 million available. It was probably only like 1 or 2 million that were actually signed up. So 1 or 2 million people across the country are probably going to say, oh, thank God, now my taxes aren't going to go up and I can drop this insurance because I'm otherwise healthy and I don't have to pay into the system. Is, is that going to break the bank? of Obamacare, I don't know. I don't think it's enough money to worry about. I don't think that they're going to lose that much of the from that individual mandate. But I think it's going to help a couple of people that, you know, are like otherwise healthy that are struggling to pay bills, not have to pay a bigger tax because they can't afford to pay a thousand, two thousand, three thousand dollars a month premiums for the Obamacare marketplace for their insurance. 
Does that mean people are going uninsured? Yeah, it does. So I don't know if that's a good thing or not, but it's probably not a good thing. I'd love for everybody to have insurance. I would. I just don't think how this is being done is the way to pay for it. Just doesn't doesn't make sense to me. Anyways, the mandate's gone. Um, we'll see when it's effective, though. I didn't see when it was saying it was effective. I read the uh, governance updates through AANP. I like to see what they they find to be most interesting as um, affecting us, and that was one that was listed in there. But it, the article was mostly talking about the tax cuts. And um, then it went into chip, right? It went in and said, okay, because the um, the budget bill isn't done and they have until mid-January or they, uh, the government goes on hold again, they threaten this all the time so they get to expand government every you know year or two or every six months, it seems like, to expand the, the budget. Well, CHIP was on the table and so they allocated a law last year that said that CHIP will be funded but they didn't do the funding source for it yet. So that, that was the other half of the article was about CHIP and how... Um, the kids might be losing their insurance benefits. And, uh, but the, the first, very first sentence said that it was it was done. A done deal was done. The money was allocated. The budget's done for them. And it was like $1.8 billion or something. It was a big number that was allocated to CHIP. And um, so it was done. But then the rest of the article was bashing how it wasn't done, you know, up until now. And so it made it sound like all these negative things about what was going on. But in reality, they ended up, the, the, the Republicans ended up funding it anyways. Because they're the same, they're the same. Republican, Democrat, they're the same. They just want to be able to fight to make it look like they're fighting somebody, you know, that the, the uh, their constituents hate. So it's the same thing. doesn't matter to me. Same people doing the same thing. Expanding government, making it bigger, um, making people more reliant on their systems. And so, you know, that's, that's you know, it's, it's up to your individual decision on how you fall on that. But to me... To be re- to be real, I think that um, I'd rather have people be empowered to make their own decisions in life to be better people, self-sufficient, self-reliant. Some areas of the world you can't do that. You you have to be dependent upon things because you just don't have the resources to do that. I get that. That's welfare. That's what that should be. That's that's us saying, you know what? We're going to help you. You know, with it, with a computer and the internet. There's no reason that you can't start some kind of online business and do something. Make trinkets out of pine cones out of your backyard. I don't give a crap. There's somebody out there. There's there's 7 billion people on this planet. You mean to tell me that you can't find 1,000 people that like what you do? There's 1,000 people that all they want are pine cone trinkets. You can find them, market to them, and sell and make money and be self-sufficient. There's zero reason for it. In this day and age where we have at the touch of the fingers, literally right now, I can talk to millions of people on the internet... There's zero reason that you should be isolated in in poverty. That doesn't mean that you don't need help, but good God, people, start start reading, start learning, start doing something. Free internet, go to the library, you can sit on a computer for free and learn. You got nothing else to do all day. Go learn something. Learn a skill, learn a trade, learn something. Do something. Instead of just sitting there. It drives me crazy. It really does. Most of my patients are yeah, not the not the most ambitious. Let's just say it that way. So, anyways, I I think that um, sorry, my phone's going wonky. No, I don't want to take a picture. I think that um, 
the future is, is exciting for us as nurse practitioners. I really do. I think that the doom and gloom by the old guard is, is not really warranted. I think that, um, we've got a lot of really smart, really intelligent people that are coming from other areas of life that are bringing with them those skills and are only going to make this profession better. I really believe that. I really, really do. I think you're going to find people that are that are artists that are going into nursing, and there you see people that are that are hard sciences that going into nursing and into healthcare. I think you're going to find people that you know were were turning wrenches and working on cars and doing things like that. That went back to school and they're going into healthcare, and they bring with them different philosophies of life. And I think that all helps add to the diversity and uh, it builds us up. It really does. It makes us better. If we're all the same, then we're only going to be this and that forever and that's that's not the way to be the more we bring in um other perspectives the better off we are so thanks for doing that guys thanks for being who you are i hope you guys all had a really great christmas and uh, a safe holiday and i hope you guys had uh you know fun with family just in, in time to get those wonderful amazon gift cards that you can use them on the amazon affiliate link you know i'm teasing but i'm not go ahead and use them i appreciate it um don't forget the chronic contractible shirts. You guys can uh, email me if you want one of those. Any comments, questions, concerns, headaches, you disagree. If you want to expand on this discussion, I'll, I'll take it. I really will. I'll, I'll, I'll publish as much of it as I can. I'll discuss it. I'll re, re, reiterate everything you say. I'll read your email if, if you think it's that important that you email me and I'll read it. I'll read it on air if you want me to. Tell me, tell me to do it, though, and I'll do it. I will. I promise. Email me, jeff at the npdude.com. Don't forget to catch me on Facebook, at the npdude is how you tag me. Sometimes it lets me know, sometimes it doesn't. And um, you can uh, also send me a PM through there as well. So, I want you guys to have a great week. It's an in-between week, so a lot of places are shut down. So, it's a good time for uh, outpatient clinics, if you guys are closed this week, to uh, you know get on and listen to some old shows, catch up on some things. And um, if you're working, you're working in the hospital, be safe, be smart, help promote our profession. Really, I really mean it, guys. Let's do the best work that we can, and uh, we'll talk soon.